Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, okay, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. We have lots of wacky stuff to make our way through over the next couple of hours, including Don Morgan's big head. I'm going to explain that, what I just said, in a, in a little bit here. But Don Morgan's big head is going to be a part of the show. Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Um, you know, I just ran into uh, 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 our colleague and a, and a really great guy, uh, uh, David Van Camp, in the restroom a few minutes ago. That's where we have our little private meetings. And something came out of my mouth that I, this is true, and maybe, maybe you're feeling this too. And we, we have to combat this, but I just want to see if, if this is going on with you. This migrant crisis, and I, I don't even like the word migrant. They're not freaking geese. They're illegal aliens. Mostly, large, you know, young men, like predominantly young men in this most recent surge, which has also been, you know, pretty true throughout the whole journey. I said, you know, I, and, I, and it's true. I said to David, I said, God, this migrant thing is just depressing the crap out of me. It is really hard to watch what's going on right now and what makes it even more, I guess, more difficult or depressing uh, is that this is the United States of America. At least it used to be. We are in the year 2023. Uh, And watching everyone from the president to the black lesbian press secretary to whomever, idiots in the media... I saw Wasserman Schultz uh, uh, go off on this trip yesterday outside the Capitol. Watching these people collectively tell us that this is not happening is, yeah, it, it's in, it, it's, it fills me with rage. It angers me. It pisses me off. But, God, it is absolutely depressing and disturbing to watch. Ducey uh, is in the the press room yesterday with the black les. You know, I'm done trying to pronounce her stupid, made up French name. (laughs) I'm I'm tired of giving that chick, you know, uh, freaking validation on the idea that she's somehow some exotic freaking French chick. You know, I'm I'm just done with that. The black lesbian. She's historical, man. She can't shut up about how much history she freaking makes as the first freaking black lesbian. Uh, press secretary. So, James, from now on, she's the black lesbian. All right? I'm not even going to call her Clouseau or, you know. She's the black lesbian. Let's make some damn history. And we'll, we'll play this audio. I just want to play the bit where he asked the question and her initial response. You know, Ducey, they, they are now saying, we know this over the past few weeks, right? Oh, my God, Joe Biden has done more for the border than anybody else. You know, and uh, we and this system has been broken for decades. They, uh, you know, get, obviously, yeah, getting their cues from cues from Barack Obama. Uh, we inherited a broken immigration, a bro- broken immigration system from Donald Trump. And let me tell you, those racist GOPers in Congress, man, it's weird. 
We, we, we all see what uh, – now. It, it, in all fairness, and this came out on Ware and Reimer, there are a whole lot of stooges in this country that, no, I have no idea this is going on, or even if they do freaking see it with their own freaking eyes because the right people are telling them, it, it's, a, it's man, this is a GOP farce. This, is a, this, a, this ain't real. It's a political stunt. That's it, a political stunt. Well, we got about 10,000 political stunts coming across the border every day. And uh, let's go ahead and roll the audio. Peter Ducey, uh, again, to his credit, uh, asked, and uh, let me just characterize this in a second. This is in reference to the idea that, A, there's not a real crisis. It's fake. It's political, right? This is the, act- this, is the, 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 this is the official word from the White House. It's not a crisis, and it's, it's because of Republicans. And uh, and this is how they've been characterizing it. So uh, Peter Ducey asked this question. When 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day. So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a... a, a wait, no. No, 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 no. No, you can't. Green? I'm answering... Okay, we're going to move you're on. Answering no, 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 We're moving on. Green, moving. In the back. No, you said you were stopping right, the flow the of the border. No, no. 10, I tried to answer... Uh, Peter, okay. I tried to answer the question. You stopped me. Let's go. Let's go. You know, uh, lady black lesbian chick there, history-making black lesbian, this is destroying people's lives on a daily basis. This is destroying people's lives. Whether the lives being destroyed are, you know, women and children being sold into slavery, you'd think a black lesbian would be pissed off about that. Uh, and young boys and kids being sold into slavery. People are dropping dead from fentanyl. People are suffering crime and abuse and murder. Uh, you know, n- entire towns are being destroyed uh, every single day in this country. And your president, the guy you say was done more than any other president uh, on the border is just shipping them out left and right, 365 days a year, seven days a week. These people are getting on not little buses, but massive buses. Uh, and they're getting on airplanes, and they, are, they, are, they, they themselves are being trafficked by our own government left and right. People's lives are being destroyed because we have an open border. And I'm sorry, sweetheart, you're put out by the question. You had to shut it down. Those silly little people and their questions about migrants and immigration and open borders. Just sit down and shut up, Peter. Just take what I... And he even tried to follow it up by saying, hey, you're answering a question with a question. Now, you don't have to be a fancy-schmancy talk show host guy to know that when you ask someone a question and they respond with a question, they're trying not to answer the question you asked. It's pathetic. She is pathetic. They are pathetic. And moreover, they're sociopaths. They, they really are. They, you think... You think the black lesbian gives a crap about some nine-year-old that gets sold like an object to perverts and weirdos uh, via the cartels? Who you, you think she gives a crap about little kids of color? Some of them may be gay. Uh, who are, are being sold into slavery as a result of the non-existent border policy of this administration? Do you think the black lesbian cares about that? Oddly, no. 
oddly the first black lesbian press secretary for some bizarre reason just puckers up her lips and kisses the left feeble ass cheek of a corrupt filthy stinking rich skeezy racist white guy that part of it is just really interesting to me you're not a very good black lesbian <laughs> you know you're not very good at it if you're kissing the ass of a guy who is uh, hobnobbed and gone to the weddings of white supremacists god it's you know and it is depressing it's very depressing uh, to watch what is going on. Because you know what? Everything else that we are dealing with in this country, and it's a freaking mess, is it spirals outward from the border. And baby, they, they, are, they are repopulating this country with folks. And bad stuff is happening every single hour of the day as a result of it. Bad stuff is happening to people. Hey, let me even take it one step further. Bad stuff is happening to good people. Every day. You want to sit there on your ass behind your podium making history and stuff, uh, and uh, you want to talk about, well, these are people fleeing oppression. Oh, my God, they're they're just refugees. You know what? Some of them are. Some of them are people who are genuinely trying to escape a really crummy place in the world where they were living and they were treated like objects and they were treated like garbage and they were oppressed and they were abused and they were raped and they were, you know, all kinds of nasty stuff happened. And so, wow, yeah, they're trying to get to this country. And what happens to them trying to get into this country seeking a better life? Well, they get raped and abused and murdered and sold into slavery and they die because of drugs or violence. So what exactly are you people doing <laughs> in, in regards to humanity and helping these poor refugees out? Because all I see is a bunch of horror, just a bunch of horror, horrible stuff going on as a result of this to other human beings. And the black lesbian can't be bothered to take a question about that. You don't think it's a fair question? A fair question that 10,000 people are coming over every single freaking day. They're wearing cartel bracelets to identify who's sponsoring them. And the White House, that your, your, your official reaction is, oh, it's those evil GOPers in Congress. It's the Trump people. You're going to lie out of your ass. Illegal immigration, and it wasn't that long ago, man. It wasn't 100 years ago. It was a couple of years ago. Under Donald Trump, you cannot wriggle away from this, okay? Illegal immigration was down to a trickle. What we are seeing unfold before our very eyes is, yes, a <laughs> observably so humanitarian crisis. And this pompous, elitist, black lesbian chick can't be bothered with a question about it. Well, you know, that's your tax dollars hard at work. We'll take some calls when we get back, and then we'll talk about Don Morgan's big head on News Talk 550 KTSA. No, 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 we're moving. The Sean Rima Show, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, yeah, 10,000 people coming across every day. Uh, We're talking about it. What do you think? Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. Here's Debbie. Debbie, what's on your brain? Hi, hey. John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So, 
I'm sitting in the rideshare driver's waiting lot at the San Antonio airport, and there are multiple groups of young military-age Hispanic dudes with backpacks who are on foot, and they just walk past me headed towards the airport. I've heard, I haven't been to the airport in quite a while, but I have heard a lot of stuff about what's going down at the airport. So you're seeing groups yeah. of young men all over the place, huh? Yeah, they're just, um, so the rideshare driver's waiting lot is out towards Blue 410, so it's not right next to the airport. Right, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's that lot where you can go and kind of sit there if you're waiting to pick somebody up yeah. or whatever, right. Yeah, and so these these dudes are in groups, and they're walking from, I, I guess they went down, I don't know if they got dropped off, you know, I don't know wh- right. where they came from, but I could see them walking down the sidewalk headed towards the airport on foot, and that's not a normal sighting. I right. Mean, I don't, <laughs> you don't normally see people walking towards the airport. <laughs> Scary stuff. Debbie, thank you so much for the insight. I want to try to get through all these calls. Let's go to Mike. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing today? Hey, listen, man, I'm uh, I'm up in the Dallas area right now. I was listening to um, the guy that uh, he co-hosted for you when you was on, uh, when you was off last week. Oh, Chris, right. Chris Crock. Yeah, yeah, Chris Crock. Yeah, that guy there, man, he was raising hell last night about this immigration situation. That guy there, he he's almost as good as you and your man you work with in the morning. Uh, up in Dallas. So if anybody that's traveling to Dallas want to listen to a good radio show, listen to right. this man on 8, 8.20 a.m. in <laughs> Dallas. He, this guy here, right. like I say, he tells the truth about the deal. But, yeah, let me let me say this right quick. Uh, man, what Joe Biden is doing is is, is a travesty, what's, what's happening in a, uh, what with this border situation. And you, you see that these people are coming in, and, and now you guys were talking this morning about tuberculosis. Not right. only, you know, not only are these people coming in illegally, they're bringing disease, diseases that we have eradicated in America long ago, and these people are bringing it right back into the USA. Like I said, if we had any kind of justice in America, Joe Biden needs to be placed under arrest for treason against America. This, this is outrageous what Joe Biden is doing, and he shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. And I thank you for taking my call. All right. Morning. Thank you, sir. And be safe out there on the highways, uh, Mike. Yeah, it, it, it's it's beyond galling when we can see with our own eyes what's going on here in san antonio we're living it right it's it's every in every corner of the town right now you see groups of these of these folks i was driving somewhere yesterday and there was a guy at an intersection a lot of whole bunch of people hanging out around the intersection again uh one of the intersections i was at and, and again they're mostly young men and this guy was nuts and he was on something and he was screaming at people in their cars there, looking to turn on to 410 it's everywhere man uh, let, let, let's try to lighten things up here because I, I, we'll get back to uh, talking about immigration and all the other nonsense that's going on. But we, we had something happen on Ware and Rima that, you know, Don Morgan, he and I worked, have worked together for, you know, about 10 years, I think at this point, 11 years. And Don Morgan, uh, you know, he and his wife, uh, his amazing wife, have, have, uh, have moved out of state. He's going to keep doing the show. In fact, I think he'll be back on Monday. Uh, and so he'll be doing the show as for you guys, it'll sound like it normally does, but he's not physically here. And so we're doing where in Rima and my intrepid producer, James Trevino kind of does a little walk 
through the studio, and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Because you get this look in your eye when you're up to something. Yes, you have a look in your eye. You can see the only child in my face. Yes, yes. and I'm like, he's going to do something. Is it going to be a pie in the face? What's it going to? I don't know what it's going to be. Is he going to super glue me to the chair? <laughs> and uh, I forget, uh, Trey and I are sitting in here, and of course, when, I'm, when we're doing Wear and Rhyme, I'm at a different microphone, and my back is basically to James. Whereas when I'm doing the show now, I'm at the main mic, I'm looking at James. And uh, Trey and I are in here, and Trey's eyes get really wide. <laughs> they did. <laughs> but and you I, said it was National Remote Worker it's Day. It's National Remote Employee oh, Appreciation that's it, that's it. Day. That was unplanned. I look over my shoulder, <laughs> and there's a massive photograph of Don Morgan's head. <laughs> it's like a... 18-foot Don Morgan is crouching in the producer's studio and glaring at me with a big grin on his face through the window. It's one of those fathead things, right? Yes. And you bought this and taped it up there, and I guess you and Morgan were in collusion with this. He knew about it, right? Don, you approved the picture. And here he is joining us right now. Don Morgan. I'm looking at at your head. I saw the picture. (laughs) It's... The, the funny thing is, the funny thing is that's actually the size of my head. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious, man. I know. It yeah. is so funny. You're right there, and you're 20 feet tall, man. It's crazy. And I think it's great. I, I'll, I will, because I can see, you know, you got a smile on your face. And I, I posted these pictures on my Facebook page if you all want to take a look. It's an open page so you can see it. <laughs> but it's absurdly huge. How are you doing, man? Doing all right. You know, and, I, and Jimmy told me about this the day I left, um, and I was trying to, he showed me the picture, and I was looking at it, and I'm thinking, when was that picture taken? And then I remembered it was it was back in July of 2013, the day of my divorce. So oh, wow. <laughs> so he's got a big grin on his face. That's why he's so there happy. Look at the joy exuding from his face. Yeah, that was one happy boy. I, I bet you were. <laughs> he was also happy that he looked skinnier. He was like, oh, I haven't looked like that in a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. 180 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal right there. Come that on. It is, and he's staring right at me. And yeah. I can't stop looking at you, Don. I just well, can't stop looking go. at you. Now you get to stare at me all day long. That's perfect, just like, brother. Just like you did for years. <laughs> that is true. That is perfect. And it's very funny, and we love you, man. And you're going to be back on the air on Monday, is that true? Uh, Monday or Tuesday. We okay. have everything set up. Uh, we, I had an engineer from, from Portland. Our, our company is headquartered in Portland, and he right. came down and, and got everything set up for me yesterday. And we're just waiting for some connections to be made, and then we'll be ready to go. So maybe Monday, but quite possibly Tuesday. Right. We're just going to wait back to hear back, and we'll, we'll be ready to rock and roll. Christian Blood, what were you going to say? Can I just say that uh, nobody can wait for him to get hooked up more than I can. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You don't like getting up at the butt crack? Not working for you. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I love 2 a.m., but um, I don't love it that much. Yeah. You love it when you've stayed up till 2 in the morning. Yeah, when and you're that, going to bed that, at 2 a.m. And, yeah. and that's true, eh? but that's the whole thing. Going to bed at 2 is one thing. Getting up? Mm. Ooh, boy. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah so it's, it's 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 a great picture. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's huge. It's, I'm going to write a poem called "Inside Don Morgan's Head." You know, I just want to. I got. I got <laughs> it's going to be a long poem. <laughs> it will be. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, just briefly, we got to take a break here. But we, you know, when I was in the hospital on morphine, I ordered this 
absurdly huge canvas photo of Jack, Trey, and I, which we've all yep. been making fun of for a, a couple of years now, your <laughs> head dwarfs that picture. Oh, yeah. Your head well, makes yeah. that canvas picture look like a wallet photo. I mean, it's massive. It's great. Well, if there had been three of us in that picture, then there probably would have been, you know, my head would have been a lot smaller. But <laughs> trying to get all three of those big heads in one picture. There's a lot of canvas. <laughs> that is. Don, I love you, man. Looking forward to talking to you hey, again hey, when you, you get, get on the did air. Did you get your hat? What? Did you get your hat? My hat? Yeah, I sent you a beanie. Did you get it? No, I haven't checked the mail in four days. Oh, well, you sent me it. a beanie? I did. Oh, I got something to look forward to now when I go home. Yeah, it it, it is it is tailor made for you. <laughs> you rock, man. Thank you so much. I'll <laughs> check the box when I get home, man. I got no I got to run, Don. I love you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. All right, brother. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTS. At your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Yeah, we're back. It's Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Happy damn Friday to you. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. I want to I get into something else here, but I want to do a couple of pickup calls. We were talking about the migrant crisis uh, at the top of the hour. I'm sorry, the illegal alien crisis. We got a few folks that want to get on the air. Here's Debbie, De- another Debbie. How you doing, Debbie? I'm doing fine, Sean. Hey, Sean, I've called you know a lot of times to talk to you. Um, I just wanted to say I am appalled of, about what's going on because you know how hard it is for a U.S. citizen to even go on a cruise. You know, I went on a cruise this two week a week ago. You have to have your dri- your driver's license. You have to have your passport, birth certificate, and everything just to go on a freaking cruise. Or just they to get on an airplane. To get on yes, an airplane. Yes, yes. And why is it? Why are? Why are we letting this happen? At Politics. The border? Politics. Well, yes, but you know what? I think I'm on the radio to uh, to appeal to everyone to get on your phone. And call your congressman and let and tell them this is wrong. They're coming over here. They're going to spread disease. I understand people want a better life, but look what is happening, people. We're you losing know, the country. I mean, We're losing yes, the country. We are. Yes, we are. And and I, as an American citizen, I I mean I feel sorry for them, but their country should be helping them. You know, our country should be helping us. Well, there's no other nation on the globe that is expected, like we are, to have open borders. Just by virtue of who we are, uh, you you try slipping into Mexico. I've never been there. I have no desire to go there. But you 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 try slipping into Mexico. You try slipping into any other country uh, in this planet, and your ass is going to jail at best. You know, or at exactly. least you're 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 going to jail. I mean, uh, so we we have now it's been determined, and I, I want to take another call uh, that we have on planet Earth right now the most dangerous border cri- crossing in the world. I mean, it is the most dangerous place to cross a border. Our border, United States of America, and and all and and, and before you start going off on the racist trip and all that crap that you hear pumped out from the uh, corporate media. Okay, all I want is the border enforced. I want people to come here. Come here if you want to come here. It's a great country, at least it used to be. 
But I, I look, I live in this in the Hispanic community of Sa- San Antonio, Texas, and I know very few Hispanics who are pro illegal immigration. Quite the freaking opposite, especially when you're dealing with people who did go through the legal process and did spend a lot of money and did spend a lot of time uh, trying to become U.S. citizens because they believe in what this country stands for and they want to be citizens. Uh, It's crazy. Um, One more. Dan, how you doing, Dan? Not too bad. I remember a time when Trump inherited the broken system from Obama. Well, he sort of did, though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, oddly enough, the Obama administration blamed the GOP. Of course. Oh, yeah. Obama for eight years blamed George Bush for everything. Exactly. Now, you got mayors down on the border who are complaining, and rightfully so, that their cities cannot handle any more. They're being destroyed. Yeah, but they are not blaming the GOP. Nope. No, they are not. The Biden administration, because they were there when Trump was president, who tried to fix it. Yep. Look, uh, Trey had the mayor of Eagle Pass on earlier, and uh, he's a Democrat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's not a conservative guy at all, but he's dealing with the reality of it. His town is being destroyed. Destroyed. And and the mayor knows full well who is ultimately responsible, and that's the Biden administration. I agree. I, I, and anybody who supports him, I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. I had a thought on a completely different subject. You know, Now, I'm, I'm, I'm the first one to say, uh, that when it comes to how you dress when you go to work, you know, well, it, it, it kind of depends on what you do for a living. Okay. I, I, I can't, it's hard. I don't want to be a freaking hypocrite to a certain extent and, and say that people need to start showing up to work, you know, buttoned up or whatever. Cause I, I do, I go to work in my jammies. Sometimes I wear sweatpants. Okay. I, I, but you know, my ability to dress, down if you will at ktsa uh has been a true thing for a long time because i'm kind of the station weirdo anyway i'm your weird uncle sean okay i i they took me in as is (laughs) 11 years ago when they hired me okay uh and i wore a tie for a lot of years to to do this for a living and so you know i'm i'm pretty thankful and happy that you know i i i I, plus i i get in here and i leave before anybody's really here so i i i'm kind of slovenly uh you you run into me at my heb there on gilbo road you might find me in my spider-man jammies uh wearing no underwear you know while i'm in the frozen food section that's me i'm not a u.s freaking senator I don't, you know, if I worked at a bank, if I worked in some other regard, or if I worked for a company that wanted me to dress a certain way, I'd do it. If I, if I wanted the job and I chose to work there. The Fetterman thing, though, I mean, it's weird on a couple of different levels. It's weird to watch the, the fact or the, to observe the fact that this is a subject. This is a controversy. This is something we're struggling with. And, you know, again, we got 10,000 people rolling across the border almost every hour. The economy is crap. We're in a really dicey position with our enemies around the world. And the the very well-paid and uh, extravagantly living uh, U.S. senators 
and Congress people who live a very luxurious life for the most part, especially uh, the senators and the folks who are ensconced in the swamp and have been throughout their entire adult lives. Uh, you know, they uh, the fact that this is what they're dealing with, this is an issue that they feel needs to be dealt with because you got one freaking clod named John Fetterman who I guess just demands to be able to wear, you know, basketball shorts on the gig. He's a public servant. But I had a thought cuz he, he met with Zelensky yesterday. They a bunch of them did. They met with Zelensky. And I'm looking at the optics of a U.S. senator dressed like a nine-year-old and a head of state who just wants you to know what a guerrilla fighter he is, uh, you know, by wearing the, fati- the, the, the Che Guevara fatigues there. And I'm looking at these two jackasses, and I realize, well, there you go. This is what they think of you and me. That's re- okay, you got a U.S. senator who thinks so little of you, his employers, that uh, he just sort of demands to be able to you know, go to work in his jammies. Screw you. <laughs> and he got a freaking head of state whom you and I are filling up that guy's wallet on a daily basis to the tune of billions and billions of dollars. And even that guy, well, screw you, Americans. Thanks for all the cash, but no, I'm not going to put on a tie either. I don't think that much of you. And really, how you present yourself is not so much about you. It's about the people you're in the room with and what the sitch is. Now, you know, if I go out and do a public appearance, uh, or if I'm in a professional situation outside this room, well, yeah, I'll dress up. I'll look nice. Why? Well, I want to represent my station well. And I have respect for the people I'm in the room with and the setting I'm in. Okay. What, but you know, whether you and I wear our jammies on an airplane is a whole different story. Uh, and certainly, especially after COVID, this went into high gear. You know, everybody's kind of cash for the most part in life. Okay. I, I, I'm fine with that. But it, it does say a lot about your view of the people you're interacting with based upon how you present yourself. And so we have a U.S. senator and a head of state who apparently don't think much of you or me, despite the fact that you and me uh, both enrich both of those guys with our tax dollars. Put on a freaking tie, dude. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. few minutes left in this hour, then one more hour of thrilling talk radio and then i'm going to go away from this place for 48 hours mark b van camp and robbins will, will be coming this is one of a strange day news wise and I've, I've i've noticed this more and more and maybe you have too if you're somebody who keeps up on what's going on uh, in that i you know i'm for the show i i try to do a nice healthy balance of serious stuff and freaking ridiculous stuff okay i, I like to Give you the, you know, let you know what's going on and what I think about it. Uh, but I also want to crack you up. I'm going to get you through your day. And when you go through the news now, I've noticed, recently I've noticed that it's really hard to find 
A, either happy stories that are about something positive or stupid funny crap. It's, you know, most news sites that I visit, I, I hit the same ones every day. You know, you, you always could uh, be sure that, you know, at some point there was going to be some stupid story. Somebody does something stupid online. Somebody makes a funny video like the naked guy at the airport there. But some days it's real hard. I mean, I'm, I'm going down the news here. And this is reflective of where we are, right? You know, I got, let's see, what do we have here? A uh, uh, woman shoots five people at, uh, at a bar in Denver. That story was out the other day. You know, police come to the rescue of a distressed skunk that got his head stuck in a cup. Actually, that's kind of funny. I'm looking at that right now. Look at the video. There's a cop chasing a skunk. He's got his head in like a Dixie cup, and he can't get it out. That's mildly amusing, unless he sprays you. But a lot of it is just, you know, <laughs> it's just depressing. Rapist executed for killing college student makes final claim with last words. Two arrested in drive-by shooting at baseball stadium that killed 11-year-old boy. Uh, I'm going to talk about this one uh, a little later on. I didn't know about this till Where and Rhyme. I didn't see the story, but <clears throat> we'll, we'll get into this because this it's it's a it's a sad story. But there's a conversation here we can have. Uh, a guy was following his GPS in North Carolina, and uh, the GPS told him to cro- told him to cross a certain bridge, and he did. Well, the bridge was out; had been out since 2013. The guy died. And his wife is uh, is suing Google because they gave him wrong directions. And I I hate to be a jerk, but you you couldn't. I you know I, I you couldn't see the bridge was out. I mean, there have been people who have who have fallen down manholes, open manholes because they're staring at their damn phone. There, you know, I if you absolutely trust GPS or whatever, I mean, yeah, you sort of still have to pay attention to what's going on well, around first, you. My first day here, I asked you for directions to the bathroom, and I ended up in the break room. Never ask me for directions. I am directionally. <laughs> That's why I'm suing you. I am horrible with direct. I get lost in my own neighborhood. Were you a Boy Scout? I get lost. About, no, I, I was a Boy Scout for about a day, and then they, I was uh, dishonorably discharged. A day after one day. Well, I kept bugging him about the knife. When do I get the knife? Oh. Yeah. But point being, <laughs> first off, yeah, never ask me for directions. <laughs> I am ridiculous with directions. I, I, I get lost very easily. So I do rely heavily on Waze. I use Waze, uh, the Waze app. But I also pay attention to what's going on because, yes, it there is always the potentiality that it's going to send your ass down a dark road and that's not where you're supposed to be. Or off a bridge. Or off a freaking bridge. You, I have one of those cameras that shows you what's behind you when you're backing up. Yeah. I still look over my damn shoulder. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the camera doesn't show you everything. No, it doesn't. Technology. We'll talk about Neuralink crap coming up next hour. That's some weird crap. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're brack. We're, we're brack. We're brack. Sorry, as Robin Williams used to say, rented lips. Uh, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. <laughs> I'm Sean. 
And uh, I want to talk about something else. Uh, the, 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 it, it's not a earth-shattering story, but it does kind of uh, bring to light, you know, just the absolute bullcrap that you and I are being forced to consume uh, as far as establishment media, or as they say on Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins, legacy media. Uh, I don't read anything by David Brooks. He's a columnist uh, from the New York Times. I don't know much about him. I don't. I don't read a lot of op-ed stuff. You know, I I got just enough time in my day to deal with my own stinking opinions, so I don't read a lot of op-ed. So I don't know what he writes about. I've heard of him before. Uh, he's a New York Times guy, and uh, he are we saying xed now? <laughs> I don't even know. I still say freaking tweet, even though I've always thought that was a stupid-sounding word. But he puts out on what used to be called Twitter uh, a picture of his meal at the Newark uh, airport. Uh, It's a cheeseburger. It's some fries. And uh, let's see here. Cheeseburger, fries, some kind of half-assed salad there. Uh, And he's at uh, a barbecue place of some kind or the Smokehouse Barbecue, whatever that is, in the Newark airport. And uh, he captions the photograph with these words. This meal just cost me $78 at Newark airport. This is why Americans think the economy is terrible. Now, what's the implication there? What, 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 if, if that's all you knew about this story, what, 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 what do you? What's the implication? What is he trying to put into your head? He's trying to put into your head the idea that the economy really isn't that bad, and this is something we hear a lot, whether it's about the economy or immigration or any manner of, you know, Ukraine, whatever. The fallback argument when they're called out on their bullcrap and horrible policies is that, well, we just didn't explain this enough. You know, we didn't explain the nuances of the economy well enough to these stupid little people. And they they think the economy is terrible. Evil MAGA hat-wearing QAnon people are telling them the economy is bad. And what this guy is implying is because his freaking cheeseburger cost him almost 80 bucks. Uh, at a major metropolitan airport that, uh, first off, the restaurant is obviously gouging prices because it's an airport and you got no place else to go. And this is adding to this false perception that the economy sucks. Well, I guess the folks at the restaurant saw his post. Oh, one thing I didn't mention in the image he tweeted, uh, there's a cocktail. Looks like a whiskey drink of some kind. And uh, the restaurant owners uh, uh, responded to his tweet and reshared it that uh, uh, he should keep drinking because 80% of his tab was booze. Which, if you have ever drank in an airport, which I have done many times, in airports, on airplanes, you know, um, if you're at a restaurant, In an airport, especially a big city airport, even a small city airport, and you buy a drink, it's going to cost you. A drink in any given airport bar is going to be $17, $18, I bet you. Or $9 or $10. It's going to be dramatically more than what you pay at some other place that's not in a freaking airport. This has always been true. It's still true now. 
when you're paying $7 for a freaking mini on an airplane, okay? Yeah, you, so this guy is trying to – This it, we were talking about this on Where and Rima. This is selective editing. This guy himself is trying to put out some kind of uh, idea that's not true. The freaking cheeseburger didn't cost him $80. However many drinks he had is what jacked up his price. 80% of his $80 tab was his bar bill. And, uh, you know, I, I th- 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 again, you, I, I look at something like this and I'm, th- you know, I, I don't know this guy. He's a New York times guy, uh, David Brooks. I have heard of his name. So he's, I guess, doing very well in his chosen field. I don't think he's a stupid guy. So why would an intelligent human being who, yeah, frankly is in media, not even bother to realize or choose to realize that him putting this this out there is probably going to be challenged by somebody i'll because you see that this is the idea that mystifies me more and more biden i get it he just doesn't get that people can google his ass in 30 seconds he doesn't understand it he's been lying his ass off his whole life he doesn't know any better it's who he's always been and he just doesn't hasn't he hasn't made the mental connection to the fact that he can no longer bullcrap without people checking him on it, all right. But a lot of the rest of them are not old and feeble and dementia addled, you know, as as Joe Biden is. You know, why do they not? You know, when they lie right now, we're in we're in an, uh, a moment where they lie outright. It's not about context anymore. You know, one could make the claim that this is about selective editing, sure, but by and large, even selective editing is unnecessary because they just freaking lie. You sat and watched Merrick freaking Garland, who was a piece of human crap, lie his ass off at the Judiciary Committee uh, the other day. Why are they so comfortable with lying absolutely in the age of the Internet when anyone can check the validity of anything they're saying. There can only be one answer. They don't care. They don't care because they know the legions of morons who are their support base uh, don't think longer than two seconds about anything. And so if you just put it out there, it's like the whole Russell Brand trip, and I'm not a big fan of him. As you know, he annoys the pee out of me. But... He's being rare. He's being targeted. Okay, they throw this sexual assault stuff out there, and they're anonymous sources. Okay, who, who knows? He hasn't been charged with anything yet. We're talking about stuff that happened maybe ten years ago, eleven years ago. But you know what? It, it it doesn't matter whether it's true or not, because when you fling this bilge out there, there are plenty of stooges and morons that'll go, "Oh yeah, well you know." The economy's not bad at all, but these airport bars. Oh, Russell Brand, yeah, he's a sex abuser. You know, they don't they don't think deep. They, in other words, these people don't have to be concerned about people finding out how full of crap they are because the people they need the most are are just they just accept whatever they scoop out. You know, and as far as you and I knowing knowing it's bull crap, they don't care. You think they care what we think about anything? Very obviously not. We're the bad guys. We're Trump people. 
We're, we're middle America. We're flyover country. We're bitter and weird. We're Jesus-loving weirdos. We're homophobes and xenophobes and transphobes and they're all, all manner of phobes. So who cares if guys like me know this is bullcrap? As long as the army of morons we need to show up on election day are there. <laughs> Look at how much money the administration, we found this out yesterday, the, the administration has is, is apportioned a certain amount of money, which you and I provide for them, to cobble together, and they've been at this for a little while with the Biden administration, to cobble together an army, if you will, of TikTok idiots, TikTok and idiots, who will make their stupid little videos about anything the administration or the government wants them to make stupid little videos about. Why? Because they know it'll have an impact. Because it is, uh, uh, you know, as, as we say, a seven-second world. Not even seven seconds at this point. Nobody thinks too deeply about anything. And so this jackass David Brooks very obviously thought he could just toss it out there that, oh, man, I paid 80 bucks for a hamburger. That's horrible. This is why people think the economy is so screwed up. This is why all these MAGA guys want Trump back. You know, and, and the stooges who read David Brooks or who read the New York Times will be just like, yeah, it's crazy. $80 cheeseburger. Puh. If these evil business owners weren't so greedy. <laughs> and it's all bullcrap. Uh, here's Rick. Rick, how are you doing? Hey. Hey, uh, these are your Catholic brothers and sisters. You should be welcoming into your home. I, I didn't hear a thing you just said. What are you saying? <laughs> these are your Roman Catholic brothers and sisters coming over the border by the millions. You should welcome them. What's this? Oh, oh because they're all mostly Catholics, we should welcome them? No, I'm kidding. I I'm thought. Just, I'm, just, I'm mad at you. <laughs> you're mad I'm at mad me? At you. Why are you mad at me? Because you're a Catholic. I'm not a Catholic. You said you went to a Catholic church. I've been to Catholic churches. Yes, my wife is Catholic. Well, tell her stop it. And stay home and read the Bible. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, dude. Get, really? Get your butt, stay your butt what, home. Why don't you not worry about me? Okay, why don't worry about. Don't, wor- don't worry about. Don't worry about whether I'm a Catholic or not. <laughs> don't worry about whether I'm a Buddhist or a communist. It ain't. It ain't going to affect your life. Can you come to my church? No. <laughs> I'm going to come down here and kidnap you then. How's that? Uh, that's Well, then I'll have your ass arrested. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks for the invigorating and enlightening call, dude. Oh, he's one of these guys. Catholics aren't real Christians. And Sean's not a real Christian either because he doesn't believe in Jesus the way I do. What the hell was that? Annoying, but fun. He looked like an ass. <laughs> Thanks for making a non-Catholic ass out of yourself, sir, on the, on the radio there. We appreciate it. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. 21 minutes after 10 on Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, the breaking story, which I'll get into here in a little bit, uh, with... Uh, Senator Menendez, you're probably seeing this on the TV out of New Jersey. They found a bunch of gold and cash at his house, and uh, he's under—he's being indicted under corruption charges and bribery charges. 
Uh, he and his wife, actually. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. It's a breaking story right now. Oh, I think you'd be. I, I don't think you would be. But some folks would probably be somewhat shocked at just how many of these people inside the Beltway are selling policy, <laughs> who are making large amounts of money, you know, on uh, on access and corruption and things of that nature. Joe Biden's, uh, you know, he's the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. He's He's probably the most egregious case, but they're all doing it, baby. They're all on the take, man, one way or the other. Well, at least he took William Devane's advice and got some freaking gold, right? You know? <laughs> I don't want my dark money in cash. Okay? I want gold because Bill Devane says it's going to last forever, and he was on Knott's Landing. Um, I, you know, I want to address the last caller, not, not him specifically, but because I've heard that trip before. Uh, which is always kind of intriguing in a town that is predominantly Catholic. Catholics and evangelicals are what we have here. Uh, and I, I'm not Catholic. I, I don't belong to any any denomination. I've I've traveled through many denominations over the years. I, I tend to go Catholic now because my wife's Catholic. I frankly have a lot of respect for the church and the faith. When my mom was in the final stages of dementia and had to have the poop cleaned off her and her bed sheets changed and rolled, well, frankly, it was Catholics who were doing that. But the attitude you get is that, you know, Catholics, and, and it's, it's beyond Catholics, but Catholics aren't real Christians, right? Because they believe in saints and the popes. It's not, re- it's not real Christianity. I know the real Christianity. You know, I can't stand that. Here's a, I'm going to make a judgment. I'm going to judge you. I'm going to make a judgment. <laughs> I'm not going to make any bones about it. I'm going to judge you right now. So prepare to be judged. If your version of Christianity in any way, shape, or form in your mind justifies you treating other people like garbage uh, and making an ass out of yourself in your arrogance about your Christian faith, and if you're looking at other Christians saying, well, they're not real Christians or they're actually horrible people because of the denomination they follow or because of their theology, I'm going to make a judgment that you, in fact, are missing the entire point of Christianity. In other words, you're talking out of your ass. And I think uh, when it came to people talking out of their ass, uh, what was the word Jesus used on a number of occasions? Uh, asps, you know, you're a snake. You're just not a nice person. If you're using your Christian faith to make yourself feel like you're better than other people, this is why in the national media, and this is why it, when it comes to the liberal idiots and the atheists and the progressives, this is where they get grist for this mill that all Christians are judgmental, arrogant weirdos. Because some of them are. <laughs> some of them are. And they tend to have the loudest voices, unfortunately. And they tend to be on TV, where they also scoop up millions and millions and millions of dollars. They probably don't deserve. Because, you know, my theology is pretty simple. Uh, Love people as you would like to be loved. Forgive your enemies. Forgive people who do bad crap to you. I believe in that ethic. And, you know, frankly, at the end of the day, it's really, there's a lot of humility. It's about being humble. 
but and, and which is why when it, certain Christians use their Christianity and whatever freaking church they go to and dump all their money into uh, as I'm better than you in any way, shape, or form, you, in fact, are the person screwing up Christianity. Honestly, man, it's not that deep. It really isn't that complex. And I don't give a crap what translation of the Bible you're reading. I really don't. Because you're obviously not reading it very closely. Ugh. I love Catholics. Yeah, let me piss off some evangelicals. Holy crap. I love Catholics. I really do. I honestly do. I love the Catholic Church. Doesn't mean I love all the individuals who populate the Catholic Church. But what I like about the Catholic Church and the Catholics that I know is, wow, they take it seriously. It's not just something they do for a couple of hours on Sunday. It's not something that they uh, just watch for an hour on TBN. Okay? It's their whole freaking life. And their entire freaking life, most of the Catholics that I know, emanates from their faith and their church. And I think we need more of that. I think we need more people who are going out into the world and attempting to live the Jesus ethic as was taught in the gospel and as was taught by the man himself. Unfortunately, the problem with Christianity, all that love and mercy and forgiveness stuff, if you think a little too highly of yourself, that's really annoying crap to have to put yourself through, isn't it? Like, you know, an honest estimation of who you are and who you're messing up and who you're hurting and what you're screwing up. Because that's what that whole log in the eye thing was about. But what do I know? I might be just talking out of my ass. 210-599-5555. You know, when, when did this whole love your neighbor thing become so freaking complex for people? It's amazing to me. It's really not. It ain't physics, man. It ain't particle physics, okay? It's really not. But it does require something of you. And that's where people get messed up. It requires you to embrace the idea that you are not the center of the universe. And that's kind of a dicey venture for a lot of folks. To, in other words, the person looking back at you, looking back at you in the mirror, okay, as far as your Christian faith, whatever church you go to, whatever denomination you ascribe to or send money to or support, okay, here's where your Christianity uh, begins. The person looking back at you in the mirror. You figure that person out. You see if that person's living a decent life. You see if that person treats other people well. Okay? You figure that person out first before you start prancing around the earth telling other people what they're doing wrong. That's what Jesus was about. Okay? God bless you. Two ones, you may be seated. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The only woman who's going to listen to you. Tell your smart speaker to stream KTSA. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Yeah, don't mess with me, man. I got St. Jude looking out over me. Patron saint of lost causes and impossible tasks, which my life on occasion has been both. 210-599-5555. The Menendez thing, kind of dipping into that here and there. Well, um, it, Bob Menendez and his wife have been indicted by a grand jury. 
for bribery and corruption uh, in their relationship with, I think, three or four Egyptian businessmen uh, who were all friends of Bob's wife before they got married when they first started dating, apparently. I don't know anything about Bob Menendez in this regard. I've followed him here and there over the years, but uh, so a lot of this uh, I'm just kind of looking into now, frankly, uh, in the wake of the breaking news story. But apparently they went through his house uh, last summer. And it, the idea, it's kind of like what we're seeing with, with Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden in that, you know, we're, we're going to give you lots of money and maybe some gold. And he paid off a mortgage for him, apparently, uh, to essentially protect their business interests in the U.S. Uh, James Trevino uh, mentioned uh, during the break that the only reason Bob Menendez was working with the Egyptians is because Hunter hasn't made it to Cairo yet. Uh, <laughs> it might be a turf war there, James, at some point. You know, <laughs> so we'll we'll end up going to war. We'll end up going to war. I guess we'll, we'll we'll they'll come out and say, yeah, we just found out that Putin wants to roll into Egypt, so we're we're going to start sending billions of dollars to Egypt. Well, you know the whole you Egyptian Ukraine beef. It's it's like East Coast West Coast right. rap. Yes, it is. That's perfect. <laughs> East and West Coast rap. But you, you look at this search. I'm laughing, but it's tragic. I will go to the phones here. Sam and Alex, hang on. I know you want to comment on some stuff. Uh, they, they they did the search of his house in uh, last summer, like I said, uh, summer before this. They found damn near $500,000 in cash. This is from the actual 39-page indictment. Quote, much of it stuffed into envelopes and hidden in clothing, closets, and a safe. In other words... They went through his freaking closets, and in his closet, he had jackets and suits with envelopes of cash stuffed in there, almost as if he's getting so many freaking payments from the Egyptians, he's forgotten it. You know, like, you know, like you may forget some loose change in your jeans pockets, you know, and you put it in the dryer, and you hear all the noise, and you find out about it later, you know? Or, you know, you're going through an old jacket and you find that Bic lighter you lost six months ago. In a Menendez house, it's envelopes stuffed with cash and apparently some gold bars. And uh, if you're not, wa- I don't know if you're able to watch the, the breaking, you know, you know, the coverage of this. It, like I said, the story just broke a little, little bit ago uh, this morning. But we're pretty much seeing a microcosm with Bob Menendez and his wife and what Hunter and Joe Biden have been doing. You know why? Because they're all doing it. Because they all do it. Uh, I've said for a little while now, you know, and I grew up around that area outside of D.C. And, and baby, it's just what you do. I, I, it's really that passe. It, it, it's, it's a given. You know, uh, we, we, what happened in this country, and then I'll take some phone, is we allowed something to come into existence that was never intended nor envisioned by the Founding Fathers, which was a political class. We have a political class, uh, and sometimes they're good people uh, from their own districts, you know, who, like, like, like a Sarah Palin, who, you know, Start off small, then become a mayor, then then they become a governor, or then they be, they're they're a city councilman, then they run for Congress, 
But once they get sucked up into that machine, into the swamp, and they start sniffing that golden methane, I, I bet you, behind the scenes, it's just as passe as, well, that's what you do. I bring up the example a lot of, of uh, the NYPD in the 70s, which was just stupid with corruption. And cops were getting paid off left and right to look the other way on things. Judges were being paid off. Uh, a lot of cops in that part of the world at that time, you know, the envelope full of cash at the end of the week was something expected. It was just what you do because they had been allowed to get away with it for a long time. Same thing happened with the uh, with the PD out in, uh, out in Los Angeles back in the uh, 60s, actually. It's just what you do. I, th- I think if you and I really were aware, like absolutely, like we could look at it right in front of us, if we were truly aware of just how many of them, and I don't care if it's an R or a D, just how many of them who swim in those swampy waters are on the take with somebody or for somebody, I think we really truly understood the extent to which that goes on. Biden is just the biggest example of what happens every single stinking day, and we're seeing this with the, uh, with the indictment against Bob Menendez. Uh, Sam, how are you? Good morning, Senor Arriaga. <laughs> the very Catholic Mr. Arriaga here. <laughs> yes. Hey, by the way, Jesus loves you. I know. Hey, um, you, you were talking earlier how you've got to report and talk about all this serious stuff, and you wanted something comical. I got something comical for you. I mean, you're going to bust out laughing. You right. might even pee in your pants. Maybe. Okay. That happens a lot Maybe. these days. I'm kidding. So what are you thinking? Yeah. Well, you know that uh, arrogant... Uh, uh, lady who's the uh, speaks, you know, the lesbian lady that backs Joe Biden. The, oh, the press secretary? The, yeah. The black lesbian, she, yes. Yeah. She, this is the hilarious part. Joe Biden introduced and, and on record that he did not want black children in white schools. I don't remember that. Figure. I mean, no, he he uh, wanted or didn't want black kids in this. In I, I remember school. something about that. I have to look it up though to kind of refresh my mind. In the early seventies, that, that's probably when you. Were oh, born. oh, oh! You're going way back. Yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> he was uh, against busing. Uh, uh, that this yeah. came out in the campaign trail with Kamala Harris. Exact. That was the next thing I was I was going to say, and she said, "I wouldn't." I probably would not be here if Joe Biden had his way and keeping us black kids out of school. Well, isn't it funny? Right, she did say that. Isn't it funny how Kamala Harris and the press secretary Jean Karine Clouseau there, uh, both people who are very obviously very proud uh, of being black women, and yet they're kissing that guy's ass every single day of the week. A corrupt, racist educated. white guy. They're and they're both educated. And they always oh. talk about how the black people were uh, kept down. They're right. not educated. Things aren't fair. Well, it's, and I, I got to run. It's just as, it's as equally as racist, this idea that, you know, black kids shouldn't have to take tests or do homework because they're just too stupid and slow, right? But there's nothing racist about that because it's my fault, I guess. I'm, you know, it's white guy. It's the white people's fault. Uh, Alex, how are you? Doing well, brother. Good day in wholeness. Um, I really don't know what to comment at to that point. Um, but 
it really seems like a lot of folks are probably good to get some fresh air like usual, but man, nothing like the good old group of earth, wind and fire, you know, <laughs> the basics get back. I didn't see that turn coming. Are you all right? There you go. Get out Sing there song, and enjoy, you know? right. Enjoy, I got to enjoy the weekend and listen to some cool music and take a breather from how bad things are you, for your own mental health. You got to do that. I do it every weekend, man. I get done here in about 13 minutes and I'm turning off the news till Sunday afternoon. It's for my mental health. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Find what you're looking for. Local news coverage, local traffic. It's all waiting here. Locally oriented, which I like. On Newstalk 550 KTSA. Local radio that's important to me. And FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. It's Friday, man. In about nine damn minutes. And again, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins will be uh, swinging in to uh, uh, tell, give their thoughts on the newest of the day. Again, the Bob Menendez story is kind of the breaking story. Uh, we're all still talking about the migrant crisis, which it is that. Uh, I did see a story, and I, I was going to talk about this earlier, but, uh, you know, I, I, I like Elon. I'm, you know, I think Elon's an interesting dude, man. Wasn't a big fan for a long time, but I, I kind of came around to that guy. He just got a big old wrinkly brain, man. <laughs> he just thinks on levels most of us do not think on. And it's earned him a lot of money. And uh, so I, I don't get the sense that Elon does much of anything anymore for money. I think he does stuff because he wants to do stuff. And one of the things he's working on right now, and this was a this was a story yesterday, He's working on this brain-computer interface thing. It's it's called Neuralink. Brain-computer interface. And the idea is that his, uh, his justification is for people who are quadriplegics, quadriplegics paraplegics. In fact, he's, looking, he's, he's entering into human studies now. He's going to start doing human research. Uh, he's been working on monkeys. And the idea is that you can implant a chip into somebody's brain and connect it to computers, to robotics, and the chip will be able to interpret, I'm assuming, the electrical impulses uh, firing off in your brain uh, and, uh, I guess, translate that stuff and, and send it directly to, let's say, a pair of robotic legs. The idea being that a person who can't walk would be able to be would be fitted with robot legs, and their own mind would uh, move the legs, which seems like a good thing to do, right? Uh, I just, man, I, I I get they did a poll. I read a story on Breitbart, and they they did a poll, and like seventy percent of people are like, no, I don't want a chip in my head. I don't know about you, but that really doesn't sound like a good idea to start linking our brains directly into computers. And I brought this up earlier in the morning. There's one thing very interesting about our brains. We don't know what's going on inside them. We are aware that our brain uh, of what, uh, let's see, most of what we uh, attribute to brain usage is only about, I don't know, I should look it up. It's like 9 or 10 13%. You're close, yeah. It's a very small percentage, which means our best scientists, as far as the brain, we don't know what the rest of the brain is doing. <laughs> we 
we don't really understand our own minds scientifically. We we know a little bit, but the the vast majority of that stuff between our ears, we have no idea what's going on there. We just don't know. And since we don't know, it just seems to me like hooking your brain up to a Game Boy is probably not a good idea. It seems to me like something could maybe go wrong. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, the very obvious fears about tracking and marketing and, you know, uh, through your own brain. Now, you know, we we go, go on social media and the algorithms are showing us crap constantly that, uh, you know, our choices otherwise lead us into this algorithm. Like if I mention my belly hurts, I see like 19 hernia mesh, you know, advertisements on the news feed there. If that crap was just firing off directly into your brain, you know, you that doesn't sound like a good idea. You brought up a really good point about your laptop can be hacked. Yeah. And there's chips in that. Well, that's why what, would they be able to hack it. the damn chip in your brain, man? If they can hack your Facebook account, they can hack your brain. So, no, I'm I'm, I'm not really very interested. The the What's it weird about Elon, though, James, I, t- I said this earlier, is that the guy is very concerned about AI. It's where the lone voices out there saying, hey, this is not a, we need to pull the brakes on this thing. But he's also perfectly cool with, you know, inserting a chip into your brain. So I, I, I don't know, man. All right. How long till somebody makes themselves a quadriplegic so they can have the chip, get something paid for? You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, a, they do it every day. Like a People trial do that study. crap every day. Yes. And then they'll get paid by Musk or something. Right. Somebody's going to do that. Some, somebody would willingly become a freaking cyborg so they could get some bank, man. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not perfect. Far from it. I'm just a simple knuckle-dragon cave dweller here, but I don't want to. No, I don't want to go cyborg, man. I really don't. I'm not interested. I grew up in the 80s, or I, I came of age in the 80s. I was a little kid in the 70s. I was a teeny bopper in the 80s, and... Man, we they pumped out a lot of movies in the 80s about this sort of thing, man. The Terminator, freaking Blade Runner. Are we going to defund RoboCop? <laughs> Baby, it's coming. RoboCop was cool. That was a great. The first one, Peter yeah, Weller. Original, oh, yeah. it was a great movie, man. Mm-hmm. Guns, guns, guns. And it took great place movie. in Dallas, too. I didn't realize. I guess it did. I forgot about that. Yep. That guy, now that we're talking about my, my favorite movies from the 80s, the remake was horrible. That's what I hear. I never bothered to watch it. All of the remakes of the glorious 80s suck. They uh, never frankly. get it right, They do really they? do. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of really cool, weird flicks. Mm-hmm. RoboCop was one. Remember, Starship Troopers wasn't the 80s. That was, like I think, early, early 90s. 90s, like 91 or but two. That was That's a great, a great movie. quirky science fiction uh-huh. movie. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie of all time came out in the 80s. Buckaroo Banzai uh, yeah. in the uh, third dimension is my all-time favorite movie. What did you think of Aliens when you saw that? Um, I hated Aliens. Did you? I loved really? the first movie. Yeah. And at the time, I hated Aliens because to me, it was Aliens was a very... I saw Aliens first run with my older brother in mm-hmm. 1978. Oh, the or 79, the alien. original. Scared yeah. the crap out of me, but it was also right. an incredibly beautifully produced movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. And Aliens just seemed like James Cameron, you know, having fun. And oh, it was very popcorn-y. And... What an adventure, though. 
It was a great movie. I'm not saying oh. it was a bad movie. And the sound. I actually liked the third Alien movie. The be- uh, uh, next to the first one, the it third was one was really artsy fartsy. Uh, Alien three, and then they just got ridiculous. You know, once they start turning Winona Ryder into a freaking robot, you know, it's just not any fun. When anymore. they started mixing aliens and predators, it just got kind of. Well, that was just insipid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> we're, we're not just making money here off an old Stupid. franchise. All right, all right. Thank you, James. Thanks uh, for the big picture there. The fat head of Don Morgan. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, Christian Blood, my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.